the answer to what is information is whatever the state says. And the answer to what is disinformation is also whatever the state says. Yes. That's that's the problem. It is a select all that apply, but with only one option. Welcome to another episode of the Carpe Fide podcast, where if the shoe fits, you wear it. And if the truth hurts, you bear it. I am Justin Gruber. And I am Jesse Gruber. And today we hope you will seize seize the the faith. faith. Welcome to another episode of the Carpe Fide Podcast. This is episode 96, baby. It's totally rad. Uh, just FYI, Jesse, I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, we mentioned Beast Wars the other day. Did you know that Michael Bay is directing a Beast Wars Transformers? Yep. I didn't. I'm pretty sure I sent you the... I didn't send you the trailer? No, you did not. Oh. How cool is that? Super cool. Anyway, soon you will all be able to understand why we mentioned Beast Wars from the 90s. <clears throat> I don't know. No, you need to go back and click on the nightmare fuel <laughs> that is now <laughs> that is now the Beast Wars CGI. It's so scary. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Go back and watch original Beast Wars sparingly so that you don't also melt your brain at the same time. You know what? Those are the coolest toys, though. Rat like, Pack, Optimus Primal. Those Rat Trap. Rat Trap. <laughs> Cheetor, Cheetor, Pterosaur Terrorize. Pterosaur Terrorize! <laughs> so classic. All right, enough of this. Episode 96 is entitled. Rhinox. Yes, Rhinox. Rhinox was cool. Yep. Episode 96 is entitled Miss Education. Yes. Not like Miss America. No. Or rather. Definitely not Miss Universe because that's owned by a, a trans. A tran- <laughs> Which is okay to say because you sh- <laughs> you're abbreviating the word. I'm making it shorter. Yeah, so it's okay. Yeah, as long as you make it shorter. Yes, a transsexual owns Miss Universe. I don't know, like who who duped him into buying it in the first place. Like, is that a thing now? Do people um, don't feel like it's a great investment? I love how there was like two girls that were like clapping, and then the other ones just like, what, what is, what universe am I in? <laughs> Is this a spinoff from the Marvel Universe? Am I being punked? Is this an SNL skit? <laughs> no. I love how he was like, I'm a woman. It's like, oh, we can hear you, sir. You're talking into a microphone. We can all hear what you're saying. Anyway, that's, that's neither here nor there. This is miseducation as in to educate poorly and confusedly. So this will all make sense as we go through it. We have several articles. There's so many. This is a fraction of what's coming out. Boy, oh boy. Stuff's been going pretty downhill pretty Hi, quickly. Hide your kids. Hide your kids. Everybody. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. <laughs> this is not good. Um, we're going to stick. First two stories, we're going to stay firmly in New Jersey, which is our home state. Yay. In the New Jersey, uh, which is has its no shortage, apparently, of issues with education. Boo. Yeah. But we knew that. Well, yeah, that's true. Neither of, neither of our kids, thankfully, are, are attending a public education system in New Jersey. And... Um, we would just strongly encourage anyone in New Jersey to not let their child be a part of the public education system. Yeah, it's bad. Yep, yep. My uh, <clears throat> my son was literally assigned in fourth grade a story in literature that uh, had God uh, having an assistant because he needed an assistant and um, making judgments on people and their issues and their sins. What? In public school? Oh, yeah, in public school. And, oh, that's uh, weird. Yeah, it was, apart from being grossly sacrilegious, 
it was completely heretical. Yeah. So anyway, I'm just encouraging everybody just walk it back, everybody. Walk it back. <clears throat> so <laughs> Governor Murphy has decided to do, do a stupid thing. So I guess it's another day that ends in Y. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, in Vietnam, when you would arrive in Vietnam, and I'm not comparing this to Vietnam, certainly not, but the phrase they would use is they would tell you, welcome to the suck. And that is pretty much what governance in New Jersey is like. <laughs> but there's a lot, well, not a lot, but there is less dying. Um, he has decided to basically... Not, not in the nursing homes. Uh, I, I, I said not a lot less, but there is less dying. <laughs> I can say a lot less. Slightly less dying. Yes. Um, all right, the title of the headline is, New Jersey schools to you teach children difference? how you know to avoid disinformation <laughs> in the name of democracy and civic discourse. Do you know what the difference between a Vietnamese soldier and a New Jersey citizen is? I don't know, Jesse, what? New Jersey citizens can't defend themselves. Oh. Also, New Jersey citizens um, aren't communists, so. Uh, neither were the Vietnamese soldiers. The Viet Cong? Oh, no, I was just thinking American soldiers in Vietnam. Oh, then they're not Vietnamese soldiers, dude. A Vietnam <laughs> this is, we can't do this, Jesse. This is not... Again, the title of the article is New Jersey not, Schools to Teach saying... Children. Stop talking. Stop talking. <laughs> New Jersey Schools to Teach Children How to Avoid Disinformation, quote unquote disinformation, in the name of democracy, quote unquote, and quote unquote civic discourse. Oh, thank heavens. The schools, the, the government schools are going to teach our children how to avoid disinformation. If this doesn't sound like something from 1984, it's because you haven't read 1984. <laughs> um. I'm going to try to paint the broad strokes. Basically, there will be a website <clears throat> under the headings of disinformation that will be overseen by the New Jersey branch of Homeland Security, where educators can report quote, quote unquote, <laughs> quote unquote, educators can report instances of disinformation in the classroom. Now, if you're thinking, what does that mean? <laughs> I'm here to tell you, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know what that means at all. But I can sure take a couple of guesses. Yep. Governor Murphy said, our democracy, our, our, our democracy, <laughs> our democracy remains under sustained attack through the proliferation of disinformation that is eroding the role of truth in our political and civic discourse. It is our responsibility to ensure our nation's future leaders are equipped with the tools necessary to identify fact from fiction. Boy, is it. Look, the only president New Jersey's ever turned out was Woodrow Wilson, and he was undoubtedly in the top three of worst presidents in the history of America. Yeah. We don't, we don't, never mind. Never mind. So, well, um, so I, I made a, I made a brief list of some facts. See, when you start talking about whether or not, when, when you start saying that the state schools are going to be teaching what is uh, proper information and what is disinformation. <laughs> They're basically going to tell you that uh, the mainstream media on the left-leaning side is correct and that everything that's actually true is probably a lie. Um, and just to highlight, just to highlight how wrong um, our state gets things, I, I did just make a what list. What this means is that 
the answer to what is information is whatever the state says. And the answer to what is disinformation is also whatever the state says. Yes. That's, is a, that's the problem. It is a select all that apply, but with only one option. Correct. What? <clears throat> so here's some facts that Phil Murphy gets wrong. Um, sending sick elderly people back into their nursing homes. That, that would be... Yep, let's not forget that because it's not been that long. It has not been that long. That is, I, I, never mind. I'm not going to get too personal with it. Um, that raising taxes somehow puts more money into the middle and lower classes' pockets. That's a, that's another interesting one. Yes. No. Um, stop. Stop taking my money, please. Yes. Yep. Yes. Uh, the taxing gas was a good idea, and by taxing gas, we mean increasing the tax already existing. Tax on gas. Nothing like an extra gas tax. <laughs> um, that not distributing billions in federal aid is a good idea. Yes, that's correct. Where did all this extra money come from? Oh, I don't know. That was from the federal government. Yeah. And What's it doing here in this closet? <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like that time they found all those millions of dollars in Joel Olstein's uh, bathroom over down there at that whatever place he... I just thought these were what I was supposed to wipe my bottom with. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that Jabez once said in his prayer. All right, enough, enough. Uh, also, uh, he says that the unemployed can earn a living wage on the taxpayer's expense is a good idea. Yeah. Now, I know you're confused. You, you heard the terms unemployed and earn at the same time. And that does seem like it might be slightly contradictory. And that's because it is. Yes. Even the people that don't work deserve a living wage. <laughs> where, where, do you, where does he get that from? Oh, wait, that's right. The second one thing we said, that raising the taxes. <laughs> yes. those, ta those taxes that we raised, those are, that's where all of that money is coming from. We have, if you look at the scales, we have between the third and fifth highest um, unemployment benefit payouts in the nation. And honestly, I'm surprised we're not higher on the list. Well, when you have a giant state like you know california that can pay out all that money because they make all that money right well they've got they've got a gdp of you know like the, 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 the eighth highest of, yes, in yeah. of most countries if it was a country it was like the, like the eighth highest yeah it's crazy yeah. I, I was reading somewhere and i, I was trying Although to find it's going down just to be clear <laughs> they are hemorrhaging money nice. um yeah, and uh, I did read somewhere, but I, I couldn't find the article for this recording. But I did read somewhere that a family of four with two unemployed parents, the if if they collected all of the benefits, the max benefits, in every category that they could receive, um, the total of those benefits would equal over a hundred thousand dollars, like a year, which is pretty disgusting. That's a lot of money. Um. Here's another one that 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 he gets wrong, that boys can be girls and girls can be boys. Oops. Well, you know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I I I can do this. I can do this. One second. One second. You know what Mr. Rogers has to say about this, right? Do you know? Oh, I do. I've I I've seen that super clip. Oh yeah. are fancy on the outside <laughs> some are fancy on the inside everybody's fancy everybody's fine your body's fancy so is mine 
Boys are boys from the beginning. Girls are girls right from the start. Everybody's fancy, everybody's fine. Your body's fancy, and so is mine. I think you're a special person. <laughs> well, boy, boy that didn't Mr. Age Rogers. well. No, it, it's actually aged perfectly fine. You know why? Because it's a timeless truth. That's that's why it's still good. Only boys can be the daddies. <laughs> you know what? It, one day you little girl are going to grow up to be a lady. <laughs> I just love it. I love all of it. I love right, the whole right. thing. I love, how it's, I love how it's right from the beginning, right from the start. Yep. Oh, man. Everybody's fancy. Love it. Uh, yeah, here's another one. Um, that sexual perversion is what true love and liberty looks like. Oh. <sighs> Just be yourself, man. Or woman. Or both. Or neither. Or neither. You could be a kitty. Uh, also, well. thing, also things Phil Murphy gets wrong. Well. Um, that South... <laughs> <laughs> That South Jersey is not worth caring about. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big wrong. A big wrong. Yes. Yeah. I don't think he's ever been down here. Yes. It's like the, we're like the border for, <laughs> we're like, what the border is to Joe Biden, it, South Jersey is to, uh, he drives through like one part of it and considers that, you know, they, they clean it up for him. <laughs> so it's like that interview with Kamala Harris recently is like, I, I've been to the border. And Peter Dews is like, well, but you haven't. No, I, I've been to the border. When have you been to the border? We've been to the border. Well, like I've been to. The, well, I haven't been to Europe either. That's well, that's not the question. That was right, the right, stupidest right. exchange I've ever heard an adult make in a very long time. Other things great. he gets wrong. Uh, that state-sponsored fact-checking will be neutral in their analysis. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, finally, that the government has the right to shut churches down for potential threats. Or even real threats. <laughs> or even real threats. <laughs> or for any reason whatsoever. Yes. As if it wasn't the First Amendment in our Bill of Rights. First, first Amendment of the Constitution. The Bill of Rights. <sighs> it's just right there. Yes. Um, so, I mean, <clears throat> judging on these things that Phil Murphy gets clearly wrong, I don't really think that his administration <clears throat> has any really good things to say in terms of, you know, what to teach our kids about disinformation the real concern comes in in this way uh as as the fbi had been tasked earlier this year and we have no reason to believe that for some reason it ceased any of these investigations it was investigation investigating the uh <clears throat> potential terrorist threats from parents at school board meetings um just as that is incredibly disturbing you have to be disturbed when the state is now going to be in charge of what is miss or dis or actual information and then they're going to have a reporting system that is connected to homeland homeland security uh, that will report on what what a child that comes in and says that God is real and that he says it's not okay for me to be the opposite gender and then what's that going to mean is that supposed to like trigger something in homeland security to show up at the parents house or remove the child from their homes like Everybody says, oh, yeah, they're, people are always trying to scare you that they're going to take your kids away. And I'm like, um, they already do. They already take them away for nine hours every day and pump their heads full of whatever crap they want to shove down there. They're already doing that. All we're, so, all we're doing is, what, taking it just a little further? I mean, <laughs> there's stories throughout the country where it doesn't matter if a, if a parent says, I would prefer it if you would not call my child a girl. And yet they call them girls, nonetheless, when the, when the parent isn't around. Like, at some point... 
<clears throat> at some point we have to be honest with the fact that in other countries, parent, in this country, parents are losing their rights to their children simply because they will not provide what our culture calls, quote unquote, affirmative care. Uh, this is it's it's ridiculous. Do not let your child go to a public school in New Jersey unless especially if you espouse any views that do not do not include you dyeing your hair blue and spouting off ridiculous nonsense. Because if you do that, fine, go ahead. Send your kids to public schools. There's no difference. They're just affirming your your belief structure. But if you believe in things like um, God's word is the objective source of all morality, then definitely don't send your kids to public schools because if they accidentally say that out loud. They're going to be reported for disinformation. Right. Or things like boys are boys from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. If they start saying Mr. Rogers, you're, you're done. You're, you're done, done for. And you know, you know what I think is the real tragedy here, Kermit? Hmm. No, Mr. President, what do you think? You, 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 know what I, you know what I would want to do to these school boards that are persecuting the parents? I oh. want to do what I did to al-Baghdadi mm. to crush them. Yeah. Mm, that was a, mm. Well. Hmm. You know, we have we have military personnel that could Okay. Provide <laughs> if that wasn't if that wasn't hilarious that this this next story is not hilarious. Let me let me say this in the right order. Sometimes there's just no good way but to say it. There is irony in the fact that shortly after we discovered that there would be a disinformation board enacted in our public school systems that educators could then report disinformation on. Arbiters of truth they are. Uh, yes. We um we got we got shortly shortly after that we got this story. A New Jersey art teacher was charged after allegedly overdosing in her class classroom. His. I think it was him. I oh his. Was no, it was his. You're right. Boys are boys from <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Rogers. I apologize. <clears throat> That's okay, Justin. This is a place in uh, Westfield, New Jersey. <laughs> it's a real place in New Jersey, and this was a real classroom. And it's real sad. It's not good. This is bad. Yes, Frank Thompson, age 57, has been charged with drug-related crimes and offenses, as well as endangering the welfare of children. Why? Because, well, when you overdose, uh, you tend to die and then leave those children unattended for some time, which is problematic. I mean, also, don't do drugs with kids like or i mean just generally ever really. i kind of feel like there was this whole push to not have drugs in the schools drug abuse resistance education i remember that yeah you know dare dare yeah, yeah. I, I feel like <laughs> i feel like he never attended one of those guys uh he, he didn't oh, gosh darn it frank we had we've we had that workshop. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yes. So on the morning of November 29th, Roosevelt Intermediate School's resource officer called the police over an unconscious teacher in one of the classrooms. Thompson was unconscious and unresponsive on the classroom floor. Students reportedly found Thompson and a school nurse was providing treatment to him, which, let's be honest, Tylenol won't help him very much. Um, sorry. Oh, sorry. That was my own commentary. But yeah, I mean, first off, that's traumatic. That's traumatic for little kids to see their teacher who's a trusted resource passed out and unresponsive on the ground uh, not to mention that there was the investigation uncovered quote suspected controlled dangerous substance and various items of drug paraphernalia and they were discovered inside a closet within the classroom <sighs> i thought schools were what do they call them uh drug-free zones oh uh, yeah hmm mm. Hmm. Unless you're an educator, is that like the subtext that I can't see because I'm driving by the sign too fast? Yeah, like, is there a little asterisk that yeah. goes down at the bottom? Unless you're an educator, okay for teachers. <laughs> but no. 
now what we're probably spouting off is disinformation that should be reported to the new disinformation board for schools. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, I guess I guess check your teachers for fentanyl because that's what that's what Mr. Thompson had. And really, it's it's sad and tragic. Nobody wants to make light of somebody's drug addiction because it is serious and obviously life threatening. No, it's just the education system that's a joke. Yes, and that would be and a joke. you know what? While we're while we're not on the subject, the fentanyl that that. The fentanyl overdoses that are happening are not because people are just like, I would like to take fentanyl now. They're because they're putting fentanyl in all of the illegal drugs coming over our border. They're taking fentanyl and cutting it in. You know why? Because it makes those drugs more potent. It causes the highs and the lows to be more abrupt and and causes more addiction. And it is a very real problem that this administration is literally doing nothing about. Yep. Um, this was a really interesting statistic that didn't have to do with the story in terms of the teacher itself, but it says that last month, the DEA says last month that it seized more than 50.6 million fentanyl pills and over 10,000 pounds of powdered fentanyl, which would be enough to kill every single American. Yeah, all, all Americans. Fentanyl is incredibly powerful. It's incredibly powerful. Yes. It's all, like all Americans. Oh, by the way, that was during the month of December. So Merry Christmas. It's like Thanos with the gauntlet. Yeah, it's, it's one snap of their finger, and those drugs will kill you. Yes, um, we should we should be aware of these things. We should be talking about these things. You cannot let these things go by. These things are are pervasive cultural totems that must be spoken on. <sighs> well, if that wasn't enough about education, maybe this will be <laughs> enough. Um, this article appeared in the Atlantic, and the title is, Is Defying Parents the Only Ethical Alternative? That's the title. Is Defying Parents the Only Ethical Alternative? You know what, Justin? I think that we should probably just pause for a second, because um, if, it's, if we're asking the question if it's the only ethical alternative, we have to then assume that they think that Defying parents is an ethical alternative <laughs> is even an option in the <laughs> in the subset of ethical alternatives or just oh ethical options. Oh, my gosh. The answer is no. No. And uh, <clears throat> this story comes out of the education journal called Young Children's, which, by the way, is a horrible name for any journal. It's Young Children's what? Young Children's what? Uh, was, all right, so ignoring the horrible grammar in the title of this education journal, <clears throat> uh, they <clears throat> had a study on focusing on ethics. A, they did a 2019 case study on a preschooler. Uh, pre this preschooler was Michael. He was a boy. And um, boys are boys from the beginning. <laughs> at school, he would wear a skirt. Oh. Uh, he would come in in normal clothes and then he would go and dress up and put on a skirt um and the problem actually happened when michael's mother uh was helping out in the classroom one day and he was putting on that skirt and she told him to take the skirt off and she encouraged him to put on firefighter gear or a cowboy hat or something that boys might do <clears throat> which seems appropriate i think that was probably wise parenting sounds about right yeah um because i've I don't know about you, Desi. I've found that most four-year-olds don't make the best choices, generally speaking. Yeah? Generally. Generally speaking. Yeah, like, their their choice on bedtime is... Uh, Never? Death. 
that's their choice. I will sleep when I am dead. <laughs> right? Right after uh, I jump off of this cliff. Yes, their choice for dessert is also death. <laughs> their choice for their choice for outerwear in the winter is also death. All of these things are their their choices. They end in death. Um, but this became a problem because at school, Michael likes to always play dress up and have tea parties and plays with the girls. And so now we have the educator who finds who's <laughs> now the child himself decides he wants to be called Michelle. He wants to be a girl. The educator Anna in this story is basically questioning what is ethical for her to do. So seems to have explicit instructions from the parents who said, please don't encourage my four year old son's fantasy. Please encourage my four year old son to uh, come into conformity with what his body is, which seems reasonable enough as a parental request for their, again, four-year-old. However, the teacher, Anna, is deeply conflicted, and she feels she should defer to the child. This was also the stance, you will not be surprised to hear, of young children's education journals. <laughs> yes, that's correct. Their their stance in the young children's, children for children. Yeah, the edu- the educators journal young children's believes that they should conform to whatever the student wants. Whatever the student says. This is completely outside and and in contradiction to what the parents have expressly requested that the educator do. It's absolute insanity. We live in we live in the upside down. I, I really mean it. Like I feel like this world is just decaying. It's it's the upside down from Stranger Things. It's all black and there's ash everywhere and there's giant monsters that just want to eat you. It's pretty much it's pretty much where we live. Wake up every day and that's where we are. Uh the answer to what this journal is reporting, and please, I would encourage you to read the article for yourself um, in case you feel that we are underselling or overselling or, or we're in some way wrong. The article is long, and it mentions much of what the young young children's uh, ethics case studies say and what they've determined um, them to be. They have outlined um, a code of conduct that can be adopted. Now, they believe their code of conduct to be in some way... <laughs> A middle ground, but it's not. It's just affirmation care. It's it's literally the educator is to defer in all cases to what the child, uh, the the child decrees, on from on high. the The child is is the one who determines all things. <clears throat> yes. Um, the the young children authors recommend that the four year old who identifies as a girl likes to wear skirts and prefer the name Michelle to Michael. Uh, the authors offer this advice to the teacher. Reject the mother's request to prevent her child from dressing up in female clothing and start using the child's desired name instead of the name the parents gave the child. This is a four-year-old child, and that is grooming. There's the o- That is the only... That is sexual abuse for, for the child to help them think that they are something that they're not. Yes, so <clears throat> here's, here's how the young children specifically told uh, in this case study... How they told how they told Anna to resolve this this conflict between Michael, the four year old, and their parents and their parents' wishes. <clears throat> the uh, authors here in this particular study in young children, um, Feeney and Freeman and Schaefer, 
gave this advice, and I'm going to read directly from these words. These are the words that they say. Reject the mother's request to prevent her child from dressing up in female clothing and start using the child's desired name instead of the name the parents gave the child. You know, I just read that, right? Did you read that exact words? Uh, yes. Yeah, same. We're right. on the same page. I just, wow. Did I just totally die? <laughs> in case you didn't get it the first Just to really punch. <laughs> oh just gosh. to really punch at home. I, I, I should go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, I'm so glad you read that because I found it to be such a compelling. It was very poignant. <laughs> what a moron. <laughs> After contemplating Anna's situation, they conclude that she has an ethical responsibility to respect the four-year-old's gender self-determination. A four-year-old can't self-determine anything. Like when you just hear that sentence, it's a complete insanity. Just that sentence alone. There's like multiple instances of delusion in that sentence. <sighs> that deferring to the parents cannot be morally justified. Except that all you're doing is asserting your parental rights into the equation. But you have none. <laughs> You don't have any. You're not a parent. That's not your child. The authors say that two groups of educators that discuss the situation could not justify forbidding a child to behave in ways that express her strongly held sense of self and that therefore they could not comply with this family's request. This is expressly what Dewey wanted for the ed public education system, that the children would belong to the state. It's what Marx wanted for the, for the public, edu for public education. The children must belong to the state. That's what this is. This is just a continuation of the previous story from the beginning, that only the educators can decide what is miss or dis or, or information. They will tell you what to, what to think. Two plus two equals whatever your teacher says it does. And if they choose for it to mean whatever you think it means, then two plus two can be purple. And whatever you say it is, little Timmy. I'm sorry. Tim I'm Timothy sorry. Tina? 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 T Tommy. What, what, what is your... Instead of asking people what pronouns they are every day, they're just going to start asking people what their name is and what their pronouns are. Because people are just going to be changing stuff up. Like it's some type of online uh, like account that they can just change their name on. What's, like your, a Twitter what's, what's your news... What's your news... What's your news... Username today, random human. <laughs> My username is scatcat72. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> I really hope this school has a litter box or else you're going to have a lot of messes to clean up. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm just going to leave it there. Which is yet another problem. Yet another problem in our education system that we do not have time to go into. <sighs> Finally, we'll conclude with this. This one, I think, is a story that highlights probably the the big the big takeaway here, which is that the problem is parents, pa dear, dear, dear heavens. If you have friends that are parents, love them enough to tell them to be engaged with their children. That's the takeaway. Parents, we, we are, it is our primary responsibility to educate, care, and provide for our children. That, that, that's one of our primary responsibilities. It's, it's the primary responsibility as a parent. If we don't take that very seriously, then do not be surprised when you have stories like this one coming out of Washington state. The uh, title, this appeared in ProPublica, and the title is At Washington State Special <laughs> Education you. Schools. You don't say it ProPublica? <laughs> no, because they're a... Publica. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave me alone. <laughs> That's it, I'm going to bed. I'm out of here. <laughs> no, you're doing, you're doing it yourself. All right, I'm going to do the rest like Trump. <laughs> no, we're, no, we're not doing that. No. Uh, at Washington State Special Education Schools, years of abuse complaints and lack of academics. Oh, yeah, you, it's it's really not good. Now, we have a good friend, uh, Amy, who is involved in uh, special education. 
It has been for a long time. Um, and so these stories were not in necess- the, the, the circumstances in these stories were not necessarily new to me conceptually, uh, but they're, they're very bad. Uh, basically what you have is, uh, a system in Washington state, um, where there's been reported instances of abuse at, at the school known as Northwest soil, capital S O I L Northwest soil. This school, uh, which has many different campuses is, primarily focused on handling uh, students, helping students that have severe disabilities. But reports have come out of instances where children have been left all day in padded rooms where one student uh, was, had their, uh, had their foot, was a, had a foot placed on them or, and was kicked. Um, obviously there's, you're not getting two sides of these stories. Not that there's ever an excuse to put your foot on a child because there's not really a good, there's not a lot of, not looking for a loop, look, look for a loophole here. Just, I can't find one. Um, what we have is uh, public funding, public dollars going to Northwest soil and other special education schools. And this is the public edu- education system in Washington state outsourcing the most severe cases of special needs and disabilities to these schools. That is because the schools themselves do not feel that, and do not want to take responsibility for them. So they divert funding dollars to these schools. And we're talking to the tunes of hundreds of millions of dollars to these schools. And they pass off the most severe and hardest cases to the schools. And then we're somehow surprised when it turns out that the schools have done things that are abusive to the children because you've put all of the worst children in places where there still isn't enough funding to possibly pay a one-to-one ratio, which is what no school, no public school offers. <clears throat> in fact, one of the only environments you find that in is the home. <laughs> so the the biggest takeaway here is that what, we're, what, shouldn't, what we should be surprised at is that None of the parents, none of the, all the parents are outraged, but why, why are the parents out? Why, what did you expect was going to happen when you work and therefore can't take of your child, take care of your child. And then instead of having any sort of support structure or community in which you try to care for your child with like a, a family, a, a church organization, you pass them off to the public education system, which can barely educate children how to do math and read, Right the only thing they're truly good at is causing dissension between families. And, and you're surprised when it turns out that they are abusive towards children. I, I don't, I don't understand what, what, what did, what did you think exactly was going to happen? Uh, <laughs> I thought that, 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 that would, that that would be the thing that would happen. Right. You, that, if this should be the expect, this should be the base expectation. If, if nothing else, it's it's ludicrous. It, it is literally ludicrous to think somehow you're going to have an education system that has literally had money dumped so much. The answer cannot possibly be more money. We put more money into education than anywhere else. Anywhere. And with the more money we dump into schools, you go into the inner city where they get some of the largest education grants and dollars and the education standards have not gone up. They go down. I'm my, my children, 
the teachers at my children's Christian school receive a fraction of what public educators receive in salary. And yet my children are learning far more than they learned in public education. How is that possible? What's the disconnect? It can't be that throwing more dollars means education standards rise because we've been doing that for 60 years. And it's not and now look at the look at the metrics. Have we gotten how globally are we competing more or are we competing less? Oh my goodness. It's it's mind-boggling. It's bad and then <clears throat> I didn't I didn't put this on the document, but um Morning Wire just covered recently some studies uh, comparing um, homeschool kids, and that's just generally. It's not like a specific kind of homeschool kid, um, to public school kids on like a bunch of different standardized tests. And the homeschool group actually outperforms the public school group in almost every single area, like on every test. Now, to be fair, it is completely voluntary for homeschool children to take, to take these tests. And therefore, you usually don't send a poor performing homeschool student to take a certain standardized test if you would like to see how they're doing. Taking standardized tests is not required in the public education system either. You're not required to take an SAT. Everyone just does it. But doesn't that just... Nope. When you say that, it kind of nope. counteracts... It literally contradicts it. Just... No. Everybody, Everybody ever, just does it. Yeah, they just do it. They don't have to do it. But if everybody... Does, <laughs> no, I, I just don't know if you're hearing what you're saying. If everybody does it, then everybody's doing it. But since we homeschool... No, no, no. I said, it's totally different no, no, no. than in the public school. I simply said that it's not required. But everybody does it. Either. Right, but everybody does it. You know what, Kermit? I don't really... I'm just saying. I'm just just putting out the logic. That's all. No, Trump. No. This is not how this is going to go. <laughs> you know what logic I don't understand? Why am I being investigated for my, for my classified yeah, documents that talk? I declassified? I, mean, I don't want to talk about this. This is not the point. But the for point some here is reason, education and the fact that public the education FBI is not involved in anything that went on in the Delaware no. Corvette just, scandal. How can they? they <laughs> this guy's got documents everywhere. You can <laughs> see them in the video. Finding documents. <laughs> I mean, there's a there's a uh, comedy from I believe it's <laughs> early 2000s called My Fellow Americans, and it's with two older comedians. You had James Gardner and Jack Lemmon, and in it they play um, one is the former president from the opposing party, and one is the current president from the opposing party. So they're they're from different parties, and they get like left somewhere together, and then there's this whole like buddy comedy thing where they you know hate each other you know because they fought they've battled each other on the campaign trail. But then, you know, they have you know some fun and they develop a friendship. And, you know, it's relatively cute and funny and they're, they're older comedians, so there's some funny parts. But, <laughs> I mean, like, at some point it's got to be, is that just who Trump and, <laughs> is that just who Trump and, and, uh, and Biden are? Are they just like buddy comedy right now? Like, <laughs> like, don't worry, I've got documents too, it's okay. <laughs> You've got documents. I've got documents. Everybody's got documents. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, one take. One take was like, oh, are they going to? Um, you know, is is this how they're going to get Biden out of office? Because he's obviously, I mean, just 
His his brain is just absolute trash. I mean, compared to the average functioning brain, um, you know, which is no fault of his own, but it is fault of everyone. First off, that voted for him, and second off, that campaigned him. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah. So I mean, like they're like, oh, is this the thing? But then I'm like, no, it's not the thing. They've been covering for this man for years. Nobody cares whether he could speak or whether he could ride a bike or whether he could eat ice cream or whether he could Did you hear him sing happy birthday the other day. <laughs> yes. Happy birthday, dear. Happy birthday. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. It's so bad. It would have been better for you to just say the wrong name than to do that. And the vice president doesn't have declassification <laughs> power, so he can't even make it up that he declassified. Yeah, like, look, Trump this, did. this has gone off the rails, and this is your fault fully. Um, but this is why we need good education so that we can creatively think about these things. That's was a really poor <laughs> segue back into the topic. Um, all the links are going to be available for you to actually read these. Yes, you do, not, you do pro, not have the to take, <laughs> You do not have to take our word for it. These are in black and white uh, for you to read. Uh, again, in New Jersey, please, please consider ways in which to educate your child. Um, we, we've got, you can go back and listen to the first three episodes. We covered education on all of them. We talked about the differences in the different options outside of public education. Uh, all of them will require sacrifice. If you're going to homeschool, your child is going to require sacrifice of time. If you're going to do a hybrid school, then there's going to be some time and some finances. If it's going to be a, a, a Christian education at a Christian school, then it's going to require more finances. But all of these things require different sacrifices. The question is how much sacrifice is like too, is, is too much to actually make sure your child is... Um, not being placed in a situation where if they espouse the fact that Jesus is the savior of people from their sins, they won't be reported to Homeland Security. Like, Or in a situation where they're going to be groomed, exposed to overdoses, or abused. Yeah. It, <sighs> yep. We've that's also, that's we, what all these stories say. Like, it's just what they say. Yeah, I know. I know. <sighs> But yeah, we've also done a, an interview with uh, Robert Bortons for the CEO of Classical Conversations, which is a um, classical Christian homeschooling community as well. You want to check that one out too, along with our older episodes. And boy, we're um, and anytime we're running into issues, we're really going to try to work on getting those remastered too, so that when you go back to listening to them, they sound much more like our more recent remastered episode, which does sound a lot better. I actually listened to them back to back, and I'm oh, like, nice. I'm like, yeah, nope. It does sound a it does sound a lot clearer. <laughs> Good. Thanks, uh, Jaeger. Thanks, yes. buddy. So um, I, I find I, I can assure you, as Jaeger's skills only grow and develop, they will only become more and more clear. So He's be, blossoming into a beautiful young audio producer, and we're here for it. Yes, we, we can say we'll once be able to say we knew that guy. We knew that guy. We knew that Jaeger. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till we make like a cool education T-shirt. Man, that should definitely be something we do soon. Yeah. There's plans. There's, There's plans. We have plans. But also, um, check out the Fide Fellowship. Um, FideFellowship.com. You can see everybody who's part of our little network here. Uh, it's us. It's Dan Sams. It's uh, Dave Hansen and Devin Davis and John Cooper with Godly Grunts. Uh, just go go on FideFellowship.com. Please. Yes. Also, I made the website. Let me know how you think it looks. Yeah, the website looks really, really slick and clean. I mean, I was, I was telling the, our audience. To oh, yeah, no, me. I'm just encouraging you that. It's really oh, slick and clean. Okay. Go check out how slick and clean it is. Also, follow Fidia Fellowship on the gram and... Are we everywhere? 
Just the gram. We're just on the gram for now. Just so follow us on the gram. Uh, we're, 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 yeah, we're starting slow. Cause, uh, well, you know what? We, uh, <laughs> we do work full-time jobs and, you know, everything else. So we're working on it. We're working on it here. Look, at least we're not cutting in the middle of here with some sort of crazy ad for a sofa or buying gold. I mean, <laughs> buy these Christian books on logos.com. <laughs> Go to the Gospel Coalition. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. Nay, they would never advertise on here. <laughs> well, um, that's the episode for today. Please go back into the show notes. Definitely click on these articles. You will be like, oh, no, they weren't lying. This is really bad. And uh, if we could encourage you through this, very much, dear Christian, that every day you need to seize the faith. I like your ins and outsides. Everybody's fancy, everybody's fine. Your body's fancy, and so is mine. <laughs>